Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside the lightsaber boy himself, Braxton <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> I'm a giddy as a wasteful boy. <laughs> <laughs> Braxton walks in with his uh, his brand new lightsaber. What's it called again? What is the lightsaber I mean, called? Uh, it's not really called anything specific necessarily, but basically it's a, a NeoPixel smooth swing blade with a uh, Golden Harvest V3 soundboard. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's very, very cool, but um, he walked in showing it off, um, and he, it does all these different sounds and colors and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to try to do like a video of it sometime. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool. If though, you would like to see that, if you'd like to you know, see it, let us know. Yeah, let us know. We don't want to waste our time if you guys don't want to watch it. But yeah, um, but I will say it's pretty cool. So yeah, it is pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Um, but once again, thanks for joining us. We apologize. We did not have our let's play as we said we were going to. <sighs> surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> Uh, blame it on the Batman. <laughs> yeah, blame it on the Batman. Yeah, uh, we had to make a choice, and we made a, our choice to make sure that we recorded our latest Patreon episode, and uh, so that is what we did. We didn't have enough time to fit in both, but our let's play video will be next week. With yes. that being said, we do want to remind you guys about our Patreon. Um, this is a where we have a brand new exclusive series called and other stuff that you can listen to if you are a patreon member that is five dollars a month and you get exclusive access to that series uh, i will say we had a pretty fun one um this past week that yes, we, we uploaded uh where we discussed our uh recent trip to new york it's uh, got some pretty funny stories there, so <laughs> go check that out. Subscribe for five dollars. Uh, funny is a relative term. If you do want to hear about my pain and suffering, go ahead on over. So it's worth at least five dollar bill. Oh, you know? trust me, it, it's funny. Uh, so your pain brings much joy. Yeah. So um, you can do that. Also, that gets you instant access to our 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 Jedi Eternal episodes as we post them. Mm -hmm. You'll get those instantly. That's usually a day or two in advance of when uh, it's normally posted for everyone else on Saturday at 2 o'clock. So that's uh, another bonus, as well as you guys kind of control where things go within that. Uh, you guys have uh, chances to vote and give your opinions on what we talk about within um, our and other stuff episodes. So go check that out out we would love for you to join uh with that being said we do want to mention our our patreon producers who have so generously given um their um money to be able to uh, experience this great content <laughs> just amazing content. and so we very much appreciate all that they do and support us and that is josh and birkinshaw Yeesh. tara bolin grace and david gill alex mason Jay Camdar, Jenna, and Brittany Baker. So we want to so thank them all very for grateful. being our uh, Patreon producers. Yes. We cannot tell you how much we value that, so thank you. Yes. But let's go ahead and jump right into our news for today. And starting off uh, with our first news story is that The Mandalorian Season 1 is getting a Marvel comic adaptation. Hmm, so uh, this summer... Uh, starting in June, we're going to get all eight episodes of the uh, first season of The Mandalorian. This is going to be written by Rodney Barnes, who also did the series Lando Double or Nothing. 
and will be illustrated by George's Aginti, who did the High Republic, um, the the illustrations for High Republic. So, um, you know, I I'll be honest, I I don't have a ton to say about this other than the fact that I'm a little confused why we're just now getting this <laughs> right. about uh, three seasons in, you know, almost. Yeah, so <laughs> it's very interesting uh, that this is happening now. Um, in the past when we've gotten, for example, when we got the comic versions of the, uh, of the sequel trilogy, they came not long after the, the movies were released. Right. And there's always like one little thing that makes it different than, than the movies. Like they'll add something, right. They give that little nugget. For people to to give people a reason to come back and, and view these, so right. there might be something like that here, a little bit of a little nugget of lore for you super fans who are going to read this, even though you've already watched it like five times. <laughs> right. um, I will say, I do not have much of a desire to to read this. Yeah, I'll be honest, um, and, and it kind of makes you wonder, like, who their target audience is for this. Yeah, and and my kind of immediate thought was maybe to target people who has not seen it the show yet and but yet they read comics pretty avidly and they like the stars comics they just haven't really gotten to the disney plus shows for whatever reason but again i feel like that's a pretty small demographic i feel like anybody who have read the star wars comics probably have watched the disney plus shows yeah i mean if you're if you're reading star wars comics like <laughs> you probably ingest everything probably watching the mandalorian yeah exactly um yeah of course there's gonna be that small handful of people who who haven't but like yeah, it's just it's interesting. I I don't know what the purpose of this is for, other than they're just like, hey, we need to have this because all the all of our other stuff has a comic version. Yeah, maybe that's know. the only like the only reason. Um, yeah, but I, I guess we'll see. I mean, if if things come out saying, hey, you guys should really check this out, I might check it out. But honestly, right now, I'm probably gonna pass on it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't pass on much when it comes to well, to if it's just a regurgitation of exactly what you've already seen, except for maybe right. a little tidbit of something different. I mean, it's kind of I'm not gonna say pointless, but you see what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So anyway, if your guys are interested in that, it should be coming out in the in the future. So you can check it out and hey, let us know <laughs> if there's something that we miss. <laughs> So, uh, our next news piece for this week is the uh, regarding the game Star Wars Eclipse. So, uh, back in, let me see here, I'll see when it was uh, mentioned. I don't know, I can't remember, but, uh, oh, December 9th, 2021. So, basically a few months back, we got the trailer kind of just out of nowhere for this game Star Wars Eclipse and it does seem to be a pretty story driven uh, narrative game um, that's interestingly set in the High Republic and there really was never a scheduled release time that, like specifically speaking um, but what we do know as of just a few days ago um, is that this game has been postponed and uh, not indefinitely but we do have a time frame, and that, that delay has been set to 2027 to 2028, um, somewhere in those lines, which that's a long time from now. And I know games typically do take a decent amount of time uh, to be developed, especially bigger games, right? But uh, it's one of those things that just kind of surprises me. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Uh, a really long time when you think about it. Yeah. So long that I I question if this will will even come out. 
And yeah, even seriously. if it does come out, will it even be the same thing as what we have seen? And, and, and I'm yeah. looking, and I'm and I'm judging that off of what we know through uh, gaming history so right. far of games that get postponed this long. Right. A lot of times they are either kind of just forgotten, and then one day everyone's like, "Hey, you know what happened to that? Whatever you happened know, to thirteen thirteen? You know? <laughs> yeah." And then so, um, <laughs> you know, and and I will say this report came out uh, saying that the reason for this was due to difficulties hiring staff for for yeah. this project. Basically, and, well, obviously in the world we live in today, hiring is becoming an issue. And one of the things the article also says is that basically they have not been able to find senior staff members that have basically said, we want to do this. They're not maybe as interested in the project or don't have faith in the project or what? Well, and there's been a lot of controversy uh, with with this, this, um, this studio because of... Um, some accusations that were made hmm. um, against them, and uh, you know some some harassment, some toxic workplace culture oh, stuff that good. has been has been made to the point that a lot of people were saying blackout Star Wars Eclipse. <laughs> it was like a popular hashtag for a, a little while. Yeah, basically some big Star Wars news. Uh, different places were saying we refuse to even uh, discuss this game and so they were encouraging other people to not discuss this game um so with that being said i think that that probably plays a role in what's going on here yeah for um, sure um i think which is disappointing i um, think the studio itself is like let's just kind of go back into the shadows for now work yeah. on this we'll we'll bring it out later right now it's too hot of a subject of course, if there truly is, um, if the accusations that are being right, made right. are are legit, which you know, how how can we know? How, how do you know? But yeah. but if if there is a, an investigation being done, whatever, and if there is things, then yeah, like those things need to be addressed before right, this right. game comes out and all of that. Um, but whatever is going on, you assume they're going to probably take some time away from the the public. Yeah, uh, work on this game more in quiet while this stuff goes on, and hopefully one day we will see this. But you have to think, you know, 2027, 2028, things are going to be a lot different. We're going to have already had Star Wars movies again. Yeah, we're going to have seen a lot of uh, other things in the High Republic well, already at this point. At this point, including uh, Phase a show. Three, right? I mean, pretty much, right? Yeah. So Phase Three will probably be done yeah say done um and also we've probably already seen the acolyte amongst mm-hmm. other things you know if if things line up the way we expect them to yeah uh, there'll already have been a lot of high republic out and maybe that will benefit this game series <clears throat> or this game to maybe that will be to its benefit i don't know but for now i'm basically sitting this on the shelf right and i'm just i'm not expecting this anymore yeah. As much as I was excited about it, and I've actually really enjoyed the Quantic Dream games. Yeah. And uh, picturing them playing a or making a Star Wars game set in the High Republic is incredibly exciting to me. But I'm losing hope this will come to <laughs> existence. So yeah. I'm setting yeah. it to the side, and uh, but be uh, hopeful i guess that there is a chance and we'll just wait it out and see what happens and uh we'll we'll let you guys know if we hear more yeah exactly so let's go ahead and move on to our next news story and that 
is a, a really exciting one for me and a not so exciting one for Braxton. And that is that Star Wars Celebration tickets go back on sale March 15th. Yeah. Now, I already have my tickets from back um, in 2020. Uh, I pre-ordered my tickets in 2020. It got uh, pushed back to 2022. <clears throat> and so here we yeah. are. Um, so my tickets are, are paid for. My, my flight is in an hotel paid for i'm ready to go i am good for you man i (laughs) am i'm going okay so and and this is a a very exciting thing because this confirms that it's still happening because that's kind of been up in the air we hadn't heard anything in a while a lot of people were like is this going to still happen so anyways let me give you guys a little background on what they're saying here um for those of you who may be interested or maybe hoping you can get tickets those are going to be for sale March 15th at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that would be noon our time. Yeah, something um, like that. Noon Eastern. So uh, you can check that out. Um, it's going to be May 26th through 29th is when the celebration is going to be happening. There are um, a couple of health and safety guidelines that have been updated for, and this will be um, an important thing to, to, to know before you decide if you're going or not, is they will require proof of full vaccination for ages five and up. Um, under five, they will require proof of a negative test with a timestamp showing it was performed no more than one day before admission or two days before admission. Um, every attendee will be required to wear an approved face covering at all times while attending the show. So that is the current um, health and safety guidelines for this event, um, which I would say is probably not going to change at this point. I would say yeah. to assume that will be the the case as we get to May 26th through 29th. Um so again, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be giving you guys the entire uh, news on everything that happens there. I'll be giving you guys daily updates, probably going live like every day as well <laughs> yeah. to talk with you guys, answer your questions. It's going to be a fun time. I really wish Braxton could be there with me. <laughs> um, but honestly, guys, he's just kind of a loser. Like that's all there really is to it. Well, I, mean. <laughs> I wish we was all rich like you, man. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm a little, little depressed about it, but you know, I'm a little bitter actually as well, but, uh, you know, I just hope you have a really, really good time. Oh, I will. hope you have a safe time I, as I well. Will. I will have a great time. I hope you, hope you stay safe. Nothing horrible happens to you. I just hope you stay safe. So. Oh, also one last, <laughs> <laughs> one last thing I wanted to mention is that the, at, on March 11th, if you do have existing tickets, so that would be again back from 2020. You will get a chance to pre-order merch. Um, that the merch that comes um, out for the ticket holders. So you'll get an exclusive access to that. I will be doing that. That's tomorrow, by the way. So for Eastern Standard Time, it'd be 12 o'clock tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be getting the official shirt. I always do. I now, even though technically there wasn't one in 2020, I still got the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so this will be my third celebration shirt and I'm mm-hmm. excited and it's very cool. Yeah. So the first one was really cool. The second one, not so cool. It was actually kind of lame, but this one is 
really cool games. What, so really what was the second one? I don't remember. The second one, and nothing against C-3PO and R2-D2, but it was just them, like, in this, like, real colorful... Um, it just wasn't very cool. You know, so which one? Because I actually bought it one as well. and well, it You w- bought the really cool one. Yeah. Oh, it was the, the 40th anniversary? That's what I got. Oh, I'm saying, the, no. I'm saying, I got the cool one when we went in 2019. But there was a, a cool like wh- when it was supposed to happen and didn't. They started selling the merch. Well, they started selling merch. Yeah, so there was a 40th anniversary like a, for Empire Strikes Back. That wasn't back. the official uh, celebration okay. shirt. I mean, that is a celebration shirt, but yeah, that wasn't I like see. the. You know what I mean? There's yeah, like always like one that's like one. Yeah. this is the shirt. Yeah, and it's usually like the main art of the show, yeah. whatever that may be. Gotcha. And again. 2020s was just like when I got it because they just like, they usually on, don't man. even like show you what it's gonna be. It's yeah, like it's the pre-order shirt and yeah. news or whatever. So I got it and I looked at it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, this yeah. one is very cool. You should look up Star Wars Celebration 2022 and you will see the art for the, for this celebration. Really neat. I really <clears> like it, and so I'm excited to get that. Yeah. So pretty cool stuff. Um, it's going to be interesting to see all that stuff come out and Drew's uh, live stream stuff, so it's going to be pretty cool. So we're going to go ahead and get into our last news piece for this week. And that uh, you guys have probably already seen this. We're you know like a week or so behind just because of our staggered schedule. But uh, there are a lot of the first impressions on Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser uh, in Disney World. and Dis- Both Disney World and Disneyland, I believe. It's, one of the, it's either one or the other or both. I don't remember. Long story short. <laughs> In one it's of the at Walt Disney World. World, right? That's what I figured. But anyway, so as as you may or may not know, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a kind of themed interactive hotel experience where you get to stay for I believe two days, maybe three, um, and 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 you're supposed to be on what is you know. Uh, the real life interpretation of the Halcyon, which is you know a, a, a kind of a resort star cruiser in 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 the Star Wars universe, and uh, so there's a whole lot of cool stuff. But basically, they had just opened up for the first time, and they had a lot of media there. Uh, unfortunately, we were not there. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so Disney, if you're out there, uh, next time. please ask us to come exactly we want to but uh so a lot of media did go um they did uh you know their reviews and stuff and so a lot of their first impressions are out um and uh and most of them are pretty pretty good there's a lot of really cool videos out there showing some of the cool unique details um that's coming from from that experience so um you know, overall, I think it's a pretty cool experience. But Drew, what do you have uh, on this further, and uh, what are your thoughts on it as well? Yeah, so um, I have some impressions here. Some it's it's actually uh, titled "10 Things We Loved About Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser," and this is coming from StarWars.com. And so I'll just go over some of the like little things here to to gather from this. Uh, number one is that they the crew. Um, is taking it very seriously and they're going full like fully dressed um, in in alien makeup and horns <laughs> all kinds of stuff where in the actual park you do not see that like yeah. no one everyone is a human so it's interesting that in in this there are and I assume that has to do with the heat the weather that kind of thing right so they avoid right. that outside the park but like inside this they're apparently going like all out so yeah um yeah one of the really cool things i saw um is actually like one of the hostesses or whatever you want to call them um it was a was a rodian and uh like greedo 
Um, and uh, honestly, it was really cool. Like, obviously, they, they they walked around. It looks like a legit roadie in real life. But they also, as they talked, the mouth moved, and it looked just so good. I, that was pretty cool. So Yeah, and so there um, there is going to be uh, – you're going to see, like, Chewy, you know, you're going to probably see Kylo Ren. Um, there's these Ray, all of these um, sequel trilogy characters will be a part of this. And then, of course, there'll be a lot of new characters that are going to exist in the Star Wars universe that you'll help. Um, they say you'll be doing missions and stuff. You'll be choosing your role. Um, so they're going to kind of guide you through these kind of like interactive missions um, they also have, uh, they, they mention here that the ship design, um, they're going to, they make it to where you can sit in your cabin and watch the stars from your personal viewport. Um, they say like, you'll see ships flying by and all this different stuff. So that's cool. Um, you will see, uh, there's a climate simulator. Um, so that provides a chance to get some fresh air and uh i don't really know what that means but that's just what it says <laughs> yeah. um there's also going to be the the brig um and then there will be a lightsaber training room and so Ooh. that sounds pretty cool i like the idea of that there's also going to be um, a data pad which will track the day's itinerary and communications from key crew members so that will be pretty cool to kind of have your own little like data pad that'll tell you what's going on. Um, and of course though, it will be like a casino type area. It's also like a kind of like the um, cantina. It's kind of like a high end cantina uh, type yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah. And you'll be able to actually like go in there and like place a back and stuff too. Oh, so that's that's neat. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be something you can do. Um, they'll have, a lot of food, of course, a lot of like really fancy, like completely immersive um, food there um, for all your meals. And they've actually said that, like, from everything I've read, it's like there's so much going on. Yeah. Like, don't expect this to be any kind of like resting, like. Yeah, you're not going to go there to relax. Yeah. You know? they, they say, like, when they went, they were literally going from one thing to the next the entire time. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, a big part of that is that there is an immersive story going on. Yeah. And so that's what's kind of cool is that, like, you are considered this character throughout this story. And so um, that's, that's pretty neat. I said here that uh, they requested, like, uh, Ray and Chewbacca cornered some members of the party they were in in a hallway with a request to help transport some coaxium um, in the lightsaber training room. Another group of 15 passengers opened a holocron to reveal a special message unbeknownst to the other nearly 200 people on board. So there's these little smaller moments that are unique experiences yeah. to yeah. only certain people. Not everybody will have the same experience on the ship and so that's also kind of a neat thing there yeah that, that will give them their own unique story and missions um and then another thing is you actually can uh lay in lay in your uh star wars bed there and actually watch any of the star wars movies you want they'll all be accessible and then, a little meta but cool though yeah <laughs> that'd be a little kind of weird but and then there's the finale, and they say whatever path you choose, your adventure hurdles toward one epic conclusion, which is a clash between good and evil inside the main atrium. 
It says Ray and Kylo Ren go head to head in a battle that calls upon the force itself for a thrilling piece of immersive theater coming at you from all corners of the room and culminating in a firework celebration worthy of Coruscant. So that's pretty cool. Um, and again, you're going to feel like you're part of that story. And so very neat, very um, immersive experience <laughs> that we will never do. Because will, <laughs> so that's what I was about to say. So this is so the reason we say that. And like I said, there's pros and cons to all of this, right? So this sounds all amazing, but one thing you have to understand, and it may or may not be listed in that article, but from my understanding, it is a two-day experience for two people at $6,000. So, um, you know, you gotta, if you, you know, if you have that kind of money, please send it our way. I mean, uh, <laughs> if you guys want us to go review it, just let us know. We'll, we'll gladly help you or let you fund us. Anyway, no, for real though, um, you know, that's something you gotta weigh. You know, that all sounds cool, but if you just, it's as cool as uh, far as you're, or as long as you're willing to pay that kind of money for it, you know. Um, so that is a kind of a big one. You're going to have to gap there, but Hey, like I said, all of that sounds amazing though. It is going to be relatively a once in a lifetime experience where you, you're in star Wars. Um, yeah. and, and not just like in a one day experience, like you're, you're sleeping there, you're eating there, you're, you know, doing all of the stuff there that you do in your normal life in star Wars. So is it worth $6,000? That's up to you to decide. But overall it does sound pretty, pretty interesting experience. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, there my my big thing with this is like is there really going to be like i mean yes there is there's going to be families that are going to go and do this and spend all the money but my question is can they truly keep this going yeah, at this yeah, yeah. price range are they going to have enough people willing to dish out that kind of money yeah. on a regular basis well, or are they going to have the you know the the people that are willing to do it start right off the bat and, and then, then it's just going to dwindle and then it's going to yeah. dwindle and they're going to have to lower prices to get people to, to well to do this and think about this think about this we just said it's six thousand dollars for two people the average family is four people that's 12 grand 12 grand for two days i mean so that's something to think about and, and you're absolutely right you know there's these people who are let's just say well off, you know, and like you said, who are like star Wars, they're well off and they're going to go do this. And they might even do it twice in, in, in the first year that it comes out or something like that. Who knows? But you're right. I mean, within the first five years after those, that those, you know, group of people who are well off and they can afford that kind of stuff for the most part, um, you know, they're going to get done and they're not going to really want to go back. Cause why, why do the same thing more than one or two times, you know? Um, you know, unless, you know, cause like they do it maybe twice because they want to try a different path. But the point is, is like I said, as those people kind yeah. of just phase out, who else is going to come there? You know? Yeah. And, it, and I'm just looking at it from like my perspective is like, there's no way I'll ever do this. Not <laughs> right. and even if I could do it, I don't think yeah. I would want to at that kind of money. Just yeah, to be it's honest. just a lot of money. It's like, I love star Wars and I'm sure this would be a lot of fun, but mm -hmm. like, I'm not willing to dish out that kind of money for that experience. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, I think they're going to have to to really adjust mm -hmm. um, if they want this to be a, a success. And that's just yeah. my opinion. And I we'll agree. see. We'll see if it changes or if they'll be able to continue at it at this um, this rate, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, moving on. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we uh, talked about that for a while. So. Yeah, exactly. that's um, true. <laughs> so let's move on to our rumors. And we just have a couple of rumors here for you today. And the, the first one um, – 
there I would say there's a good chance this is true, but we're going to call it a rumor because we don't have any kind of official and I don't trust the source. So <laughs> oh, just <yeah>. to be <laughs> honest, um, but this says that Star Wars Andor, of course, you know, you guys have heard about that one before. Um, it has cast David Heyman. <laughs> when I so, first heard Andrew say this out of his mouth, the first thing I said is like, what are you talking about? Casted? He just joined the cast? Is this thing not done already? So according to um, a tabloid, a Scottish tabloid, Scottish tabloid. Uh, actor David Heyman was supposedly spotted on set for Andor. Um, and when the 74-year-old actor was directly asked about his involvement... He had a good laugh about how it was all meant to be top secret. So, I, I don't know. I'm so tired of Andor. <laughs> and I Just let's get it, it over with at this point. <laughs> Seriously, bro. I'm so tired of talking about this show. Yeah. Just show us something of it already. Yeah, it's just really frustrating how literally, again, we've said it a multitude of times, and I'll continue to say it again, that... Literally, Andor was being talked about before we even knew about Mandalorian season one. And yet here we are in 2022 uh, going on, you know, two to three years after it was announced. And here we are. People are saying, oh, he's just joined the cast when it's supposed to come out this year. (laughs) And it's like we we watched. um, And I know we've said this before, too, but I'll say it again. We went to Celebration 2019. Yeah. And sat in on uh i think his name's alan um redmond or tudic oh yeah i don't know yeah anyway we we sat in on there and watched him talk about how he was in andor and all this stuff and like (laughs) us thinking at that point like we're gonna get this you know in the next year or so and here we are (laughs) here we are uh what three years later going on three years later yeah uh, not even a trailer. Not even, not even nothing. Not even, nothing. Not even a picture. Yeah, not even I don't a think picture. we have an official picture for this show yet. Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm. We've aware had of. some like behind the scenes couple things, but I don't think we've actually gotten an official still from the Andor series. And so. even if we did, who cares? Like that's <laughs> we should already be watching this thing, man. And it's like it's like oh, it's it keeps getting pushed back, keeps getting pushed back. It's like like listen, guys, over at Disney, um, you know, it's like. This show is not something that like everyone's craving, you know. It's like I'm gonna watch it and it's gonna be interesting because I did enjoy uh uh, uh not Rebels, good grief, Rogue One. Uh, but at the end of the day, though, it's not like it's not like Kenobi, okay, guys. It's not like Kenobi where everyone's just foaming at the mouth for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like keep pushing it back and they're keep announcing things or little sneak. I'm like, guys, come on, yep. just release it. So, anyway, so it's going to be interesting to see if that's the case, or it's going to be interesting to see whether we even get this or not. So, moving on, we'll get to our last rumor um, before we move on for this week, and that is Star Wars reportedly cast the Parks and Rec's very own Jim O'Hare, Mr. Larry Gary Barry Gergich, uh, for a mystery project. And, again, as soon as... As soon as Andrew said that, I just that caught me so off guard. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a very interesting casting choice if that is true. Yeah. So they and 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 uh, the, we put make this as a rumor because we don't really know for sure. But yeah, basically, there he was on a podcast 
called Parks and Recollection. Mm. Um, and it was with Rob Lowe and, and others. And they're talking, and basically he said he was in uh, New Mexico shooting his news project team. He was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. And then uh, Rob Lowe, he chimed in and said that he knew what it was and that it rhymes with the latest installment of Bar Wars. Mm, and wow. so... Um, <laughs> I could definitely see this being just all a joke and he's yeah. not in Star Wars or whatever. But I could also see that maybe he's in like the next season of Mandalorian or something. They use yeah. a lot of silly characters yeah. as like or comedians and stuff, yeah, you know, in, yeah. in each each uh season so far. So like I could see him being some kind of side character yeah. and you know, uh, one of my favorites, actually, from this past uh, season, or, well, I, Book of Boba Fett, actually, who didn't even, like, I don't even know if he ever said anything, but was the guy <laughs> behind the counter um, at the mayor's place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It just cracked me up. Yeah. But, well, that's um, kind of what my thought was, too. It very well could be Mandalorian Season 3, because you're, you're exactly right. It does, they do kind of use comedians. Also, comedians have been kind of voicing some of the droids as well. Yeah, um, yeah. What I will say, though, is this is another thought that kind of popped in my mind, is that we do, and we've not heard anything for a very long time, but we still do have the mystery movie that Taika Waititi is doing. Um, and, uh, you know, we know that's, I mean, we don't know this, but anything Taika Waititi makes has a pretty decent level of humor in it. Yeah. And again, with Jim O'Hare, you know, it, it kind of fits, but yeah, it could. Yeah, my only, the only thing that would stop me from, from, agreeing with you on that is just that i don't think that's even anywhere close to filming and right this, whatever right. it is he act like he was on on set for it yeah so true makes true. you think um maybe Andor or mandalorian i i've been under the impression mandalorian is filming um yeah so. yeah i wouldn't doubt it so anyway uh we'll have to just wait and see yeah but uh <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and and jump into our releases for the next two weeks and uh march 15th which is a tuesday we're gonna have the high republic tempest runner uh as you may know that was an audiobook and now they're releasing the script version of that which i'm very thankful that they do um, and I will be getting that to add to my, um, collection of books. Um, and plus I don't like audiobooks, so. Wow. <laughs> also March 16th, which is on that Wednesday, we'll be getting the Halcyon Legacy issue number two. We'll be getting Bounty Hunters issue 21 and Dr. Afra issue number 19. So those will all be. Um, continuing in the Crimson Rain, uh, I think is what it's called. Um, and then also March 23rd, oh, that's the next Wednesday, we'll, we, we will be getting the next issue of Darth Vader. And that's mm -hmm. issue number 21, which of course, um, as I always say, the Darth Vader comic is always one of the best. So if you're looking to read something Star Wars, that's a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. 
So we're going to go ahead and get into our weekly community, or I guess bi-weekly community discussion. Um, like I said, uh, as you may or may not know, when we do a community discussion, we actually reach out to you guys, our, our, our Eternals, our producers, all of the people that fall under the great, wonderful umbrella of Jedi Eternal. And uh, we ask you all a single question um, about some things that are going on or whatever, uh, and we ask that you guys discuss and answer it, and we're going to talk about it on air. So this week's question is, as the new Kenobi series is coming up soon, we are starting to hear about more new and returning characters. So what special character cameo do you think will happen or you hope will happen in the Kenobi series? So we have, I believe, six answers or maybe five answers. And ironically enough, they're basically every single one of them the same thing. <laughs> so like minds, well, yes, great minds think alike, should I say. So, we'll just go from the top here. So, Alex Mason says, I think it would be great to see a Force Ghost of Qui-Gon interaction. So, yes, uh, again, uh, obviously a lot of people agree with you, Alex. <laughs> but now we agree, too. It's our presumption that, I mean, we're almost 99.999% sure that he's going to be in this. Um, and the thing is, as we also know, is that we, we do know from Episode 3 of, uh, of, of, you know, of the saga that, that um, Yoda tells... Kenobi that he's going to teach him to converse with his his old master. Anyway, so yeah, Corey Allen Wise says I think it would be great to see a flashback to a young Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn, which pretty is really cool. And I think it would be, it could be appropriate, especially as they're communing with one another. Maybe he's it's one of those times where he gets knocked over the head and he's about to pass out, and he like remembers, you know, uh, times when he was young. I don't know, but yeah, that would be very cool. Uh, Jay Camdar says, Qui-Gon Jinn, of course. It would be interesting if Commander Cody also had a cameo. Um, yes, it would be very interesting. And again, something that we've talked in previous episodes that we think is not necessarily um, 100%, but it is it is possible. It is possible that we could see uh, Commander Cody. Um, Can I just like cut in for yeah, a minute? Yeah, just, um, just to give my, my two cents here real yeah, yeah, quick yeah. Um, before we continue on. Um, number one, Qui-Gon's in this. Yeah. Like, got, yeah. Qui-Gon is in this. Yeah. They're, without without saying Disney said it themselves, we know that it's <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I've never been so sure of anything in my entire life. And if Qui-Gon is not in this, yeah. then then I... I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> like, I will just like, be... I will be so beyond baffled, I won't even know what to say. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I have never been more sure of something. When never it comes been to, more sure of anything. The, all the things we've reported so far. Um, <laughs> uh, second of all, I like... Uh, who mentioned... Who just mentioned Commander Cody? Uh, Jay Camdar. Jay Camdar. I, I like that a lot, and I think it makes a lot of sense. When we think about Obi-Wan Kenobi... Um, a lot of people, you know, talk about Rex, but you have to remember, um, during that time, yes, Rex was close with Anakin and Obi-Wan, but Commander Cody was actually, uh, kind of the clone that was under Kenobi. Yeah. Kind of exactly. led his battalion or whatever. And so you, you don't see as much of that in like the Clone Wars, but that was, they had a very close, um, relationship we just didn't get to see a lot of it. Right. And so I think it would be really great to see Commander Cody in this and see how he reacts to seeing Kenobi again. As we know, he tried to shoot Kenobi, right? I mean, he, <laughs> he tried to take him down. The Order 66 <laughs> um, worked worked real well on, on yeah, Commander Cody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So um, there's a lot of 
drama that could be done there, a lot of emotions. And so I'd be really interested in seeing that. But I will throw out, um, I know a lot of people said Qui-Gon and, and we got Commander Cody. I do think it would be interesting to see Rex in this as well. Sure, yeah. Um, because again, that brings a whole nother thing to this because we know we're getting Anakin. We Then we have Kenobi. There's rumors of maybe even getting Ahsoka in some shape yeah. or form. Yeah. And I think it would be cool to also have um, Rex in there. So. Yeah, for sure. So JB says, I agree with all of the above. I would also love to maybe see Solo and Chewie, like how they got into issues with Jabba. I know it's years prior, but it would be cool even if just seeing the Millennium Falcon just flying by. I uh, would also love Bail Organa and maybe even seeing a live action Alderaan. So, oh, you have to say, I know you do. I, well, I do. But, <laughs> so, JB, I like where your head's at. Um, but I, I will go ahead and say, I do not think they're going to have Solo. Uh, yeah, yeah. M- maybe Chewie, but they're. I think they're going to stay far away from Solo. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They don't want anything to, to, they don't want any controversy in this. <laughs> and, yeah. And that might be a little too controversial. Um, but yes, Bell is another person I think we're absolutely going to see in the series. Right. And that's another one that I think makes a lot of sense that Bell would be in this. Yeah. Um, and alongside with that, I think there's a very good possibility we're going to get a little Princess Leia as well. Well, so. that's and that's actually what I was about to say before you interrupted. Sorry. No, I was, <laughs> no, I was kidding. No, but for real though, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And I was going to mention that like we're seeing Luke, right? And Luke's not just, or excuse me, Obi-Wan's not going to just, I know it's kind of his duty to look over Luke and he's kind of entrusted Leia to, to bail, but... I, I I would be genuinely surprised if we didn't see them even in a hologram or something. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I, I don't doubt that at all. And uh, also just to mention, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. And I, I kind of feel like I see where you're coming from with the whole solo thing, though, because we do see um, in, in episode three, right? Uh, Ridge of the Sith, when they're on Utapau, uh, we do... It, it does... Like I said, I don't want to confirm this because I don't know this for a fact, but I want to say that we do see maybe not the Millennium Falcon, but a Corellian Light Freighter, which is the same class of ship. So many people theorize that that is a Millennium Falcon, not that that Solo was piloting it or anything like that, or maybe not even, uh, uh, you know, some of the previous owners, or whatever, but they just think it might be some uh, version of it flying around, but who knows? I mean, it would be kind of interesting to see the Millennium Falcon, even if it's not piloted by Solo, but I, I think Drew's on the money there a little bit by saying, like, I don't know how much they're going to try to emphasize anything <laughs> related to Solo, but anyway. Drew, did you guys want to say before we move on? Well, I, I do have one thing, and that is um, what is... What I will mention about the whole solo thing is that this technically is happening, um, I believe, in the same year as the solo movie. Yeah. So that's yeah. something to uh, think about there. It is kind of an intriguing thought, right? Yeah, for sure. But or at least very close. Yeah. Within yeah, a yeah. year's time, somewhere they're they're. Yeah. So. Yeah, because we do know that this occurs ten years after uh, the events of Revenge of the Sith. I believe Solo also was ten years. Yeah, it was, like you said, or just very, very close, yeah. similar. All right. So our last one 
It comes from ye old Brandon Dukes, and he says, I think the main answer and really only one is Qui-Gon Jinn. Of course, Inquisitors would be cool too. So, <laughs> Brandon, you know, at least half your answer, you must be very excited because we just, right uh, after you uh, commented this, we got the trailer, and there is plenty of Inquisitors in the trailer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, quite just like everybody said, Qui-Gon, we, as we already mentioned, it would be genuinely surprising if they didn't have Qui-Gon Clearly, they're going to have some or some of the main Inquisitors, uh, and uh, so it's going to be very interesting. Brandon <laughs> says, also, side note, uh, from Falling Star, can we get more Leox and or out Leox in? <laughs> so, kind of appropriate to what we were saying earlier. So, um, yeah, so overall, your answers uh, are very similar. I think everybody's on the same uh, mind, mind track there, whatever, thought track. Um, and, uh, again, we kind of agree, I think, Andrew... Um, was seeing that he would love to see maybe some uh, older uh, version of you know our favorite Gungan you know. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh man! <laughs> but uh, uh, boy, I think that was Alex. Uh, oh right, right, Alex, right, right, right. All right, right. Our, our our eternal that loves uh, our, our our Gungan fanboy Alex Mason. <laughs> Our Jar Jar, I'm trying to think. Of, I can't think of anything like rounds with that. But anyway, um, so yeah, no, I mean, overall, I think our answers are pretty similar. At this point, I don't want to get my my hopes too high on what we're gonna see or not see. At the end of the day, I just want to see Kenobi. That's what I want to see, and then also. Yes. Vader, which we know we're yeah. going to get, and not just not just Vader. We're getting Hayden Christensen back, which is yeah amazing. So how about? We go ahead say, and jump in. Yeah, because yeah, we're kind of getting into... We're, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I actually, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode, which I'm kind of mad at myself for doing that, because I like to I like to tease what, we're, what yeah. our main topic is going to yeah. be, and I did not do that, so I apologize. Fail. But our main topic today is going to be discussing all things Kenobi. Uh, if you notice, we left all the news and rumors out. <laughs> right. There's a lot of rumors about Kenobi that we've actually just not... We kind of sat down one day... And discussed if we wanted to get into a lot of these rumors, and we decided not to. And the reason yeah. is because we felt they were pretty accurate, um, and like it was maybe going to give away a little too much. Yeah. And based off this trailer, that's absolutely the case. Yeah. A lot of these <laughs> rumors that we have been reading, this trailer confirms that they were absolutely true. Um, so we've been trying to stay away from that, and we're going to continue to not talk about a lot of those. Right. But. Um, we do have some news to discuss. Of course, the the big one is that we did receive. Well, first we received some images, some new stills from Entertainment Weekly. Right, that yes. was the first thing that happened, yes. and so that was that was real big. It happened on uh, yesterday. Well, oh, sorry, it would have been uh, Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then later in the day, around like one two ish o'clock Eastern time, we received the official first teaser trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. And so the big thing we're going to do today is we are going to um, go frame by frame with this trailer. So if you want to get the trailer out on your, on on another device that you have and kind of listen uh, to us discuss it, but also if you want to kind of go frame by frame with us, we can do that together and kind of check this out. Um, but I do, before we do that... I do want to read uh, just a little a little thing that came out of Entertainment Weekly. And actually, today, we received a little bit more 
um, about this because uh, Entertainment Weekly released another photo, and this was of Darth Vader. Mm. And we have posted that on our page along with the other stills, so go and check those out. They're all on our Instagram or Facebook. You can see them both there. Yes. Um, and, and we also have the trailer posted up on our Facebook and so if you need to go watch the trailer, you can just go straight to our Facebook. Basically, all things and, Kenobi out yeah, right now is on our Facebook it's on page. Our Facebook. So. so, and you can guarantee it will continue to be because oh, we love, yeah, we love Kenobi. Kenobi. <laughs> um, so anyways, <laughs> they interviewed Kathleen Kennedy, the Entertainment Weekly did. They interviewed Kathleen Kennedy um, for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And there's a couple things that I wanted to, to mention out of this before we get into the trailer. One of those things is that um, if, if you guys remember when we first started talking about Kenobi, uh, there was there was a rumor that the that they actually had um, they had a script and then they scrapped it. Yeah, and, yeah, that's very true. And um, and there was a lot of talk about that, and we discussed w- why that was. We 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 had a lot of different um, things, but actually, Kathleen Kennedy kind of just came out and said why, and so I thought I thought yeah. this was really interesting. So she said. We're looking, ultimately, to make a hopeful, uplifting story. It's tricky when you're starting with a character in the state that Obi-Wan would be in, coming off of Revenge of the Sith. That's a pretty bleak period of time. You can't just wave the magic wand with any writer and arrive at a story that necessarily reflects what you want to feel. Worried about the direction of the upcoming series, Kennedy decided to halt production in favor of a rewrite. And this is what she said. Or, sorry, this is what Ewan McGregor said. We find Obi-Wan at the beginning of our story rather broken and faithless and beaten. Somewhat given up. He's different because of what happened at the end of Episode 3 with Order 66 and the Jedi Order being slaughtered and everyone who survived going into hiding. After dealing with his personal failure with Anakin, he feels that it's his personal responsibility that he allowed Anakin to be tempted over to the dark side and that he wasn't able to stop that. His teaching wasn't able to protect Anakin from that. I think obviously weighs very heavily on him. So, um, I think even after the rewrites here, it still sounds like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to pull on some heartstrings. It's really going to, and I think the, the thing with, with Obi, I I saw some, some, some people already upset. Okay. Uh I saw a, a, portion of the star wars fan base that's already mad that's already mad about the series and the reason yeah. why and I'm, I'm curious to get your take on this the reason why they're upset and they're already starting to ban this series i'm no joke they're already ready to to throw this series um to the wolves is because of this statement that ewan mcgregor said where he said we find obi-wan broken faithless and beaten somewhat given up yeah. And their argument is that they don't believe that Kenobi would have been that way. They don't believe Kenobi would have given up or that he would be so broken or whatever. They don't believe that fits his character. And they think they're treating Kenobi in the same way that Luke Skywalker was treated. And that they're kind of breaking down the character from what he was supposed to be. Mm. What's your take? So that is a hot topic. Um, I'm not talking about the store. Um, and, and I, oh, sorry. I want to also wanted to preface here that we have not discussed anything not about Kenobi. Yeah. We have purposely, yeah. as always, we try to just stay 
Like <laughs> right, we try to just stay right. completely quiet on these things till we get together on here to yeah. have these discussions. A little painful so sometimes. I have not. It is painful sometimes, <laughs> uh, especially when it comes to Kenobi. But yeah, like yeah. we have not shared any of these thoughts with each other yet. So you're hearing all this for the <clears> first time. So again, yeah, definitely a hot topic, and I totally get where they're coming from, and I can't say that I'm not thinking that to some degree too, but here's the thing. It all depends on the context uh, in which he's broken, in the context that he's given up, so to speak. He's all, And when I say context, in what, what manner has he given up, and what, what is his demeanor, what is his actions and his thoughts? Because at the end of the day, I love Kenobi, and I love how heroic he is and stuff, but he's, he's still a human right? And he's not impervious to his entire world crashing down to his feet. The order that he has served faithfully uh, to a fault uh, from the day he was born, essentially, uh, well, you know what I'm saying, as a kid, you know, literally has just crumbled. And his own apprentice has literally turned to the dark side. You know, the love of his life that he had to deny has was killed in his own hands. And everything he feels has been failed. Even his master, uh, let me phrase that, like one of his sort of masters, Yoda, literally admits defeat and says I, I i'm wrong i'm just gonna go in hiding like that has to weigh on you and i don't i think it honestly would be bad character development if he didn't at least acknowledge that to some point that like hey i i don't know what to do now I, everything i've ever had has been has been broken has been failed has been torn asunder i think that it is very realistic even for kenobi to have some doubts now again that's where i come back to say that depends totally on the context Okay, I'm just gonna be completely candid. I hated the way that they treated Luke in in the in the sequel trilogy. I think it was ignorant. I think it was totally not what Luke would have done. And I'm not afraid to say so, even on the podcast, as family friendly and, and unbiased. <laughs> Clearly, no. Um, but I, I I will I will preach that to the day I die that they have treated Luke horribly. But here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie that 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 Luke went some through some horrible things, and I think it would have made wouldn't have made sense if he was just perfectly stoic and fine with everything. But again, I think they went too over the top with Luke. And now I'm hoping that they see that reaction. They see the issue that they did, hopefully, and they reel that back in and give Kenobi this natural, overwhelming hurt, but let him react to it in a way that is befitting to the character, right? Yeah, so I, uh, uh, as usual... I'm on the same page as you. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's all about the context of this, right? And, yeah. and the, the given up. What does that mean? What what exa- How does that exactly does that fit into right. his character? Um, my, my take on this is we look at the character of Kenobi, um, who is very um, loyal. He was very confident. Um, he was very heroic. And, but I, but, but here's the thing, Obi-Wan Kenobi sees his brother, right? Yeah. Um, essentially, uh, fall to the dark side and he has to practically murder him. Uh, yeah. I mean, worse than murder, honestly. Yeah. Cut off all his limbs and watch him burn. Watch him burn. (laughs) He's, and he's screaming at him. I hate you and all this stuff. And then he goes on and sees for 10 years Mm -hmm. the effects of what, to him, 
his decisions. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Everything that happens at that point you know, with the empire and all the destruction and the people dying and all yeah. this stuff, the slavery, the what Darth Vader does, the the all the Jedi that have been killed, all this stuff. For Kenobi, it all goes back to him. He blames yeah. it on himself. He internalized all he of that. He internalized, yeah. and he take for everything, single thing in action that happens. Yeah, he's he's taking on himself. Like a classic it's his hero, you know. What I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's a classic hero hero thought, right? Like yeah. he's he's way he's letting all that weight go on him and say it's his fault. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna break somebody, right? Yeah. And it's, I mean, not even Kenobi is impervious to something that crushing, in my opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And there's and that's something I've always wanted us to really dive into with Kenobi yeah. and and what does that do to him and that's what we're getting out of this which I'm super excited for. Yeah. Now when it says given up, I think it's more and just like I don't know what else I can do other than just, just watch Luke, make sure yeah. Luke is safe. I that was my and, exact question. And I say, think that's yeah. basically what that means more than like oh he's just. He's not going to give up on watching Luke. He's not going right. to give up on protecting Luke. No, that yeah. was what he was. That was his duty. Yeah. And as we know, Kenobi is going to do that no matter what. Now, yeah. if for some reason the show decides Kenobi's going to change his mind, and I'll I'll be like, this isn't Kenobi. Yeah, I will walk. Yeah. I will walk away from, from my living room. <laughs> I'll be like, that's not Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah, you know, like that. No, but I I don't think that's where they're going with it. I yeah. think he is devoted to that, and he's going to stick with it. Yeah. Um. And so I. <laughs> I think that the, the some of the fans are kind of jumping to conclusions here. Well, um, and, and, and here's the thing. I, to, be, to play devil's advocate on both sides here, it's like I get where they're coming from. And trust me, it, it left me quite embittered with the sequel trilogy, seeing how they mistreated Luke. So I get that their hesitations and even maybe even some of the overreactions because you're like, man, like Kenobi's a sacred character, as is Luke, but Kenobi is a sacred character to a lot of people, especially in our age group and demographic. And it's like, you know, we don't want to see what happened to Luke happen to Kenobi. If that happens, just all of us lost, you know, so I get where they're <laughs> yeah. coming from. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not saying that it is, it's justified, but I get where it's coming from. Sure. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the, uh, the trailer. Yes. And let's just go ahead and kind of, um, look through this and we'll just kind of give our thoughts as we go. Mm-hmm. And and then we'll also uh, kind of continue our discussion on what we think is gonna gonna happen in this. But let's just start from the beginning here. So we we first start um, with the sands of Tatooine, um, as we can see. Um, I believe Kenobi in the distance. Yeah. Um, I think that's who that's supposed to be. Yeah, that's what it appears and to be. That's what it appears to be, at least. And then we go, um, we see what looks like he's got his uh, camel-looking thing. I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, with the floppy nose and all that. <laughs> and this is very reminiscent of of the novel Kenobi from John Jackson Miller. Yeah. Um, he he had something like this that he rode around on. He'd go into Tatooine, yeah. you know, just for the essentials. And then he'd go back. And I think we're going to see a lot of similarities here. Maybe even they're going to take... Yeah. They may take some stuff from that novel into this as they have not been afraid to do with other things so yeah, far. Yeah, because as so. you mentioned, like immediately it cuts over to him in a market area. Yeah. And he, clearly he's just he's just doing his everyday life. He's just trying to get in, get out, get his stuff, and, and just head right. back. Right, so we can kind of continue to see him here in this market area. 
Uh, then we see him riding on the on his. I, I don't know what they're called. I'm just gonna keep calling him a camel because I don't floppy know. nose horse. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've heard the name before, but I can't remember what it is. So I assume that's probably him, like heading back to his his place. Um. Then we see him kind of just like sitting on uh, on the sand there. He's got something next to him. Maybe it's just a canteen. But as you can see out in the distance, you can see he's actually sitting there watching Luke's homestead there. Just because I couldn't help Lars myself. Homestead. It's called a Yopi. Yopi. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had, to, had to do it. Or Eopi? Yeah, it's Eopi. Eopi. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. How do you yeah. pronounce it? Yeah. Um, and so then he's like looking through his like binocular things at the the homestead. Yeah. You see you. Um, and and I absolutely adored this. What a what a great moment here. Yeah. Um, we see little Luke Skywalker um, <laughs> yeah. pretending to pod race. Yeah. And what a what a just a great moment. It's like and, a nice little callback to Anakin being on Tatooine, and he, you know. And he's wearing the goggles, may literally be Anakin's goggles. So there's you know what be, I mean? Yeah. That that could very well be the case. Um, passed down or something yeah yeah and so anyways he's sitting there acting like he's pod racing so cool it just looks it looks like like anakin like when he was a boy basically and And so that's cool another kind of like neat little thing is that uh you know i can't remember the exact music it was playing before that but as soon as it pans over to luke uh immediately it starts to play the force theme and it's just it's just this cool uh little homage you know playing that light that light motif uh is awesome absolutely and then something i wanted to say is like this it just feels like Star Wars. Yeah. This whole yeah. trailer just yeah. feels like Star Wars. The yes. music, the just everything about it. And and as I've said before, and I'll continue to say, this is the peak Star Wars for me. This is this is yeah. it's never I honestly don't know that it will ever get better than what this will be for me. As, <laughs> exactly. as far as hype goes, as far as feeling like original Star Wars. Yeah. Because, you know, not even the sequel trilogy felt like original Star Wars to me. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like this is going to feel like Star Wars, yes, like yes. true Star Wars. So I'm very excited about that. Um, then we go uh, forward into what we see a ship, um, yes. which I think this is an Inquisitor ship here. It is, yeah. Um, and it's going towards the uh um the fortress inquisitorius yes inquisitorius which you will recognize uh you video game players you will recognize yes. this from the uh the jedi fallen order video game where yeah. cal kestis actually goes to this fortress so that yeah. is very cool and what's very also cool um that you can kind of see this is a water planet and uh, the entire base, other than the kind of like landing port, um, mm-hmm. is uh, is underwater, which is a very interesting thing. So this is also inc- uh, housed on the moon of Nur and is very pretty pretty closely uh, close to the, uh, the planet of Mustafar, which we know that Vader's castle is on. So it right, just kind of right. makes sense. Yes. And uh, something I would like to also mention here is this takes place. I believe it's it's like four-ish years after Jedi Fallen Order. 
Yeah. So that's yeah. an interesting thing to 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 think about as we're as we're looking at this because here we are like four years later at the same place. Yeah. We know that there was a lot of destruction that happened on that uh, to an extent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers, but there was I don't some know. Destruction. At this, at at this, this point, point, like this basically, <laughs> basically, uh, Vader, <laughs> Vader like tears up. Tears a, his a own stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be I'd be very curious to see if you can see some little bit of, of like damage. where yeah, yeah either where they had to repair the damage yeah. or so, i would like that to would see be that so cool i would like to just give one if you're just paying attention <laughs> you see where they had to like patch something yes, you know what i mean just yes, like give yes. us some kind of anyway yeah also one thing to quickly note is that as soon as it pans over to the uh the uh, fortress inquisitorius uh, it starts playing the duel of the fates oh which yes is, oh, yeah so and good s- so much chills so i had like hardcore chills <laughs> like it yes. was such a great moment to, yes. to hear that again um and and so from here we go and we see our first look at the grand inquisitor yes, yes. um little weird <laughs> little little off little, little off little, feels yeah. a little off to me um and i think yeah. what's what, what i why i i say that is you could say well but this is a live action version but if you remember in revenge of the sith when when obi-wan goes to um Utapau, yeah and there's those one dudes there you remember what they were called yeah. i don't remember what they're called but it's the same species I believe. is it the same species or it's very similar at least i don't know it's a similar species to what kind of what he looks like i feel like yeah and they're very menacing looking very like and I, yeah. I feel like they could have went that direction, but like yeah. this just looks like a guy with some, <laughs> like a they added made his head look a little bigger, like the top yeah. of his head, and then like, you know, put some makeup to do a marking on it. I don't know. I, feel I like was they a little did, disappointed. I feel like they could have yeah. done a little better for the Grand Inquisitor. That's just my yeah. opinion. This you know, of course is only one frame of him, but yeah. like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get on a little tangent here just go, for a second. Go for it. You know, so and I keep hearing so many people will say like, "Whoa, it's for practical effects." It's for practical effects. You know, same thing with Ahsoka. Like one thing that hugely threw me off for Ahsoka, and it's not, this is not the main thing that threw me off for Ahsoka, but one of the things is that her her leku, her her tendrils, whatever you want to call them, right, um, are, are super short. They're just as short, or maybe even shorter than her as a teenager. And everyone, oh, but that's and, and they also look like styrofoam. I mean, or you know, foam. And it's like I get. That's probably what it was, and I and everyone's like, well, it's because, you know, uh, for, you know, she couldn't have action action scenes where you know she's fighting with big long Leku. I'm like, but we already have it in Rebels where she has those. So yeah. it's like you're, you know, I get it, but you know, you, you know, Disney's a multi billion dollar corporation. If they can, and we said this, I think, in, in a previous episode, but if you can literally recreate Luke stinking Skywalker to perfection in in Boba Fett, um, you can literally use a little bit of magic. CGI magic to make the Deleku a little bit longer. True. And for in this instance, in the Grand Inquisitor, you could make his head look a little bit different or something. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, it's just, it seems a little off. Yeah. Um, continuing on, though, we, we then see Kenobi riding in like a, uh, I guess, kind of like a shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. kind of like that version of it. He's just kind of sitting there amongst the, the other people here. And I think. I think the idea is to show that, you know, he's not living a, a very glorious life, yeah. right? Like he's, It almost looks like he's, um, it almost looks like he's, like, going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, potentially. Well, and you have to think, right? He's got to be doing something to earn credits to, to live, right? So mm-hmm. he probably is having to do some kind of work, and that'll be an interesting thing to see is, is he uh, yeah, like, is he going and working some kind of job? Like, that'd be yeah. interesting yeah. To, to know. 
So from there, we then go back to the uh, in, uh, Inquisitorius, and we see um, the underwater tunnels there again. Yeah. If you played uh, the Fallen Order, you'll you'll re- easily recognize um, this kind of setup here. But what we see is we see it looks like maybe kind of like a little like meeting area. Almost like the uh, Inquisitor's boardroom. <laughs> they got like a they got like their, the their table board. here, and, uh, <laughs> and so we get a couple different people here. We see what appears to be the fifth brother, um, the new Inquisitor that they're introducing, called uh, Riva. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. And then there's somebody else sitting there, and I'm not for sure if that's another inquisitor yeah yeah it's another inquisitor there it shows the same lightsaber on the back i'm not sure which inquisitor that is i actually when we're done going over this trailer i do want to kind of talk about the inquisitors and what we know of them where they yeah how many of them there should be at this point and we'll go into that yeah um from there we go uh, just kind of another shot of just a crowd um in tatooine now what is um important to note here is is actually it looks like there's some feet hanging yeah so yeah. either someone has been hung or someone's being held up by the force i'm not which sure which we do be, we do see reva who is an inquisitor meaning she has force abilities right um, so so i mean it is a possibility that she's force choking somebody it's, but it seems pretty high though so well and it's very high and another thing is is that his feet are completely still there's no yeah. movement. True. So it seems he's been hung for some yeah, reason. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. Um, and then we see this Inquisitor woman, and then we see Owen Lars. Yes. And it appears they're going to have some kind of standoff here, right? Yeah, it and, seems that way. And he, as you can see, he is not afraid to get up in her face, no. as we'll see here in a minute. Um, and that's interesting, but also interesting for the story, because it does make me wonder how is Owen involved in this? What does yeah. this mean? Are, are they looking, do they have word of some kind of force sensitive child? I don't think so. I don't think uh, this is me personally. I don't think they know of Luke and no. uh, of any kind of, because that's too close. It, that ruins when Darth Vader finds out about exactly. Luke. Right. See, so, sorry. So, no, I was just mentioning like, I think it's a possibility that there just happens to be, maybe another force sensitive or another Jedi that just happens to be on Tatooine and they've heard of them. And it's like, it just, you know, they're kind of like coincidentally just really close and they don't really know, or they're just going planet by planet. You know what I'm saying? And they're just doing like the major cities on each planet and just trying to like root out people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's what's interesting is how do they get on Tatooine? Yeah. What draws them there? Yeah. And maybe it's just, they have heard rumors of, I, I wonder if, what happens is something happens on Tatooine and Kenobi can't ignore it. And he, yeah. and he ends up accidentally yeah. revealing himself in some way. Well, we do see that in the book, right? I mean, yeah, there's in one instance we do. of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so I could see something like that, which then draws the attention of the Inquisitors. Yeah. And they're like, hey, there's reports of a Jedi um, on Tatooine. They have like no I wouldn't details. Even, I but... wouldn't, and I wouldn't even say, and actually, I 100% believe that they don't know it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. And the reason I say that is because if they knew it was Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader would be going. Darth Vader would be there. The entire the entire fleet they would be there. They wouldn't just bring <laughs> some random Inquisitor woman yeah. to go after Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's my opinion. So 
Um, so I would say they've heard rumors of a Jedi being there. So they've yeah. come to investigate. And then you get Owen here. And I'm, again, Which, I'm very interested how Owen ends up being involved in this and why exactly. he's talking to her directly. Yeah. Maybe he's just concerned about her um, finding out. And then we switch to a whole different place. And I think they actually, in the Entertainment Weekly, they they say what this planet's called. But I uh, don't have it here. Uh, I, I have it here. Oh, you do? Okay, um, cool. Actually, hold on real quick. I say that, but... Uh, da, da, da. Oh, yeah. A new planet called Dayu. Dayu. D-A-I-Y-U. Dayu. Um, again, it gives a very strong, like, it's kind of like, it almost looks like, like, like some, you know, Hong Kong or Tokyo or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, I think they're kind of going for like an underworld type vibe here, yeah. right? Kind of, it's definitely going to be kind of a sketchy, probably yeah. uh, criminal type area. You have to assume that, uh, Kenobi goes there for some reason, but the question yeah. again is why? Why? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I know there's been a lot of argument on whether Kenobi would leave Tatooine or not. I th- um I think he's definitely going to have to. Yeah. Then we see the Inquisitor ship landing on Tatooine, or or uh, I think it was landing. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we get uh, the view of just an Imperial woman that's uh, also appears to be Tatooine, I believe. Yeah, well, I, don't I don't know. Actually, actually, that yeah, might be somewhere I don't different. Know. It doesn't really. I'm not. Honestly, because it sure has some greenery in the background. There's there, some greenery know? there, even just a little bit. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't see that a lot. So. Yeah. Um, not sure on that one. Yeah. So then we go and uh, we see we go back to that that same uh, planet, and I think so one we, of the Inquisitors is there. Yeah, with it, one of the Inquisitors walking through this like but this that's, marketplace. That's, that's the other Inquisitor, right? That's not. Um, it's not Reva. Reva. No. I, I need to see if we know what her name is. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yet. From there, we then see a, that Obi Wan is there as well. Yeah, he's got his yeah. hood on. He's looking over. He's watching. Like, almost like so looks like our, she's kind of. He's like following in pace with her. You know. Yeah. This is yeah. so. This is our. Um, this is our uh, reveal, basically, that Kenobi will leave Tatooine. At least that's what it appears. Yeah. And so again, what would cause Obi Wan Kenobi to leave? Tatooine. Yeah. And that's a, well, kind of a big question. Um, and, and the way it kind of looks now that they confirmed that there's the Inquisitors here, it, we clearly see that, that Reva's here, but we also see a shot where it looks very similar. And, and uh, I don't know this, but it does seem that the Grand Inquisitor came to Tatooine as well at some point um, in, in the trailer. So, you know, maybe that's it right there. You know, maybe that, that, that Obi-Wan's like, I need to investigate these guys further because they could be coming back. And that's why he goes to this Dayu planet to follow them. I don't, I don't know. And I guess that's something we're going to see here, hopefully, uh, <laughs> soon. So, uh, let's see here. So yeah, so like yeah, so we're going through that market. Obi Wan's following, and then we shoot. We cut to a shot where it's like this, like a very buff droid. <laughs> droid is kind of like yeah. uh, staring down a, a, a staring down a, uh, like a stormtrooper. Like a very dirty stormtrooper. Very dirty stormtrooper. Um, makes you wonder why they're so dirty. So I'm gonna go ahead and give my my own little take on this. I think yeah. maybe that's not actually a stormtrooper. Yeah. And I think yeah. maybe it's someone else in stormtrooper armor. Maybe yeah. even Kenobi. Actually, so we see something uh, in in the trailer. We do see something. They like, kind of flip something out into their hand as they're talking to the droid. And uh, I'm going to try to like, go frame by frame here. Ah, dang it. I missed it. Hold on. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to do it really slow. Oh, it, it, it almost looks like they're a circular I lightsaber. I can't tell. 
Here, hold on. Play so, it. Play it. We're gonna quick. try to go back here a little bit here. So I'm gonna do it. Yeah, like, you guys go ahead and and play this for yourselves as well, and let us know what you think. So I'm gonna do like a little. You see, it's right after the droid. So like, it kind of almost yeah, flips out. Can you just go like back just a little bit again? Mm. It doesn't quite look like it, but it's clearly something. And they're trying to obscure it. They're trying. I mean, it to... may just be the blaster. Maybe some kind of blaster. So look, there's like or a something. handle right I don't know. here. It's weird. I can't tell I for know. sure what it is, and I, I'm sure there's somebody is probably like knows what it is. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I I I wonder if this is actually going to be somebody else and not just like a regular stormtrooper. Ninety percent sure that's the case, but we'll see. <laughs> After that, we see I think an Inquisitor running. It's like a yeah, something's falling, like and she's like running on it. Um, after these are some dark shots, by the way, so it's kind of hard to see what's going yeah. on here. Um, then we we get, and this is kind of a cool moment. We do see the Grand Inquisitor again, and he's yeah spinning his uh his his blade. Oh my goodness, that scared me so bad. You um, guys, I don't think can hear this because we're probably gonna edit this out. Yeah, I'll move it. I'll move it. <laughs> But so, it's replaying our intro for something. It was here, so loud. Oh wow, that literally made my heart jump. Holy cow! So anyway, now that my heart has been defibrillated, um, <clears throat> oh yeah, that was that was shocking. That, a good old jolt to the heart. Gotta take a breath here. So anyway, so, you see the Grand Inquisitor. He's got the his his. Uh, I don't even know what you call that thing, but it's got like the spinny lightsaber. Yeah, it's like got the circle in the middle, and you can spin it. Um, which anyway. all the Inquisitors have. And so it's going to be cool to see that in live action and so, really see how they utilize that. Yeah, so one interesting thing um, uh, is that they have the, um, the, the actor for the Grand Inquisitor as Rupert Friend, because um, we know that Jason Isaacs actually voiced him in Rebels, and, and personally I could really have seen Jason Isaacs with his kind of thinner face and his... Uh, just kind of menacing features. Um, you know, I could have seen him, seen him be again. It's his own voice, and he looks kind of the part. So it's interesting that they did bring in an outside actor again. Uh, for instance, uh, Rupert Friend. Um, so again, it is kind of an interesting choice. I'm not sure why they went there because again, Jason Isaacs is not only the voice, but he's actually a very popular actor, and he's the villain in a lot of the stuff he plays. So anyway, I, I don't know. What's your, what is your thoughts on that, Drew? Do you think there's a reason why they didn't bring in? Jason Isaacs or what? I honestly, who knows? They, they make some weird decisions <laughs> yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes they they bring in the, uh, for example, Katie Sackhoff. They brought her in to to actually play her role yeah. in the Mandalorian. Um, but then like Ahsoka, you know, they didn't, and they didn't even use her voice. And yeah, and then others they they bring in uh, an actor, but also use the voice actor, and it's like there there doesn't seem to be ever one way they go. They've done yeah. they've done it all. Yeah, and I personally like for Ahsoka, I wish they'd done what they did with Maul. Use the use <laughs> exactly um the most the most appropriate visual mm -hmm. actor you can, but use the voice actor from the clone wars. And I wish yeah. that's what they would have done with Ahsoka, but yeah. So you know, during this, with, during this, everything you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, so during this scene where we see the grand inquisitor, he does mention something along the lines 
of that that uh, I don't have a verbatim in front of me, but basically he says something along the lines of like the Jedi can't help who they are. It's like a sickness. They have to protect people. They have to help people. And what's interesting for those of you who may not know, the Grand Inquisitor actually was a Jedi Sentinel in the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Um. And so he he knows like he knows about the he Jedi. Knows. He knows their tactics. Yeah. And basically, ways, he's you know? talking about drawing drawing out the Jedi. So they're yeah. And I think what it, they're getting at is they're they're like we have to draw out this Jedi again. I don't know if they know it's Kenobi yet or not. Yeah. But they're like we got to do something that'll make this Jedi appear. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's kind of what I think he's getting at in that when he's talking about that. Yeah. So they're, we're going to see them cause some trouble. Well, clearly they hung then, somebody <laughs> to then yeah. bring Kenobi out of the shadows. Yeah. Uh, make him have to make an appearance. So after that, yeah, we see these two ships, right? Yeah. Well, actually, no, not sorry, yet. Sorry. No, no, Before no, no, no. that, we get the fifth brother. Yeah, we get the fifth brother, which walking. again is a very interesting choice. So we have him being played by Sung Kang, um, which by all rights is a fantastic actor, but again, just doesn't have the look that I feel that <laughs> like, just here's a perfect example. And I'm just showing this to Drew right now, but I mean, just look at the comparison there. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It's an it's interesting, interesting choice. choice. <laughs> it's such an interesting choice. Yeah. You know, he has like a sickly yellow green like skin and he has, doesn't have sharp teeth and uh, anyway, I'm not trying to nitpick, but but also we're trying to nitpick. But we are trying to <laughs> we are trying to nitpick. Um, so yeah, it's just very interesting. It's cool to see the fifth brother in here, but it is just an odd choice that they're 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 doing that. But anyway, but yeah. So moving on, so we do see two like shuttles after this, and what's very interesting is it does seem like that uh, like almost escape pod type shuttle that Yoda gets in uh, when he's going to leave Kashyyyk in Episode Three. Um, and there's two of them, so it would kind of make sense that it's like the, you know, like maybe Obi-Wan and Luke, or excuse me, Obi-Wan and Yoda getting these, but uh, I don't know. It's interesting. We're going to see more than that. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what they might be trying to show there. I think the, the Obi-Wan and Yoda thing, unless they're for some reason going back to that, I don't know, but... Which, again, uh, we've had a lot of theories that there's going to be flashbacks to Clone Wars. There have been lots of rumors about flashbacks to Clone Wars. I think the yeah. big question at this point that we have to ask is, was that a part of the original script or the new script? And I think <sighs> true that is the yeah. big question that remains there. Of course, they did not give any kind of hint that we're going to see no, the Clone Wars in no. this. But I think... You have Obi Wan, and you got. Are you sorry? You have Ewan McGregor, and you have Hayden Christensen back. I mean, it would kind of be a shame not to at least not get to one scene that. to show them together again as Jedi. I want to see Obi Wan specifically with the Clone Wars armor. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Obi Wan's live action Clone Wars armor. I yeah. want to see it so bad. I want to so see it so bad. I think it. I think it. It really would be nice to see just even a little something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, only time will tell. And maybe and and, and remember, this is the teaser trailer. Yeah, this yeah. is just a tease. You assume in the next two months we're going to get the the trailer, the main big trailer, right? Right. Yeah, we know and, it's coming out uh, late May. So right. So we're gonna have to time, get it. You know. Yeah, we're gonna have probably to get it April. at some point. Probably April. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the latest, early May. But I would say late April is yeah, probably a good, that makes sense good, to me. Yeah. A good time for that to come out. Yeah. Um, and you have to assume we're going to probably see a couple more hype moments in that. Uh -huh. Because you have to notice here, they, they did not show anything truly 
like really big hype cool about Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've, they interestingly they they, they, they purposely left some they, stuff out. Yeah, you know they showed Obi Wan in this entire thing as very sad, very poorly, I guess you could say, tattered. They did not show one cool frame of Obi Wan. Now we're yeah. gonna get it. We're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I, I cannot wait to see Obi Wan just go. <laughs> crazy Go to town, and you know we're gonna see him do some insane stuff oh, yeah. in this like <sighs> yeah i'm hoping so like least. you know the the prequels we never got enough of kenobi doing cool stuff in my opinion yeah. i think we're gonna finally see him just go absolutely insane yeah. see and we, and we got a lot of hints of kenobi doing cool yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. right he has you know he's the master of uh form three suresu which is the defensive form you know we got the fight on 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 mustafar we got him being a saboteur you know mm-hmm. and sneaking behind enemy lines and in, in, in uh right, right. in utapal so anyways we we have hints of it but yeah i'm hoping it, we see we've some... never got to just fully see yeah it. and and what and here's the thing just think about this setup. This is I'm getting chills just like over and over again just talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Think about this setup. Here we we're gonna have Obi Wan Kenobi, and we're gonna have all these Inquisitors. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Darth Vader, you know, we're gonna have all of them. They're gonna be hunting him down. Yeah. And here's the thing: they're gonna get to him eventually. Yeah. And there's gonna be some showdowns. Oh yeah. And and from everything that we know so far. Obi Wan's not gonna have any backup. It doesn't yeah, sound like it's it. Just him. It, from, at least from, from what we yeah. know of so far, there's been no hints of him having any kind of sidekick or anything. Maybe like Solo uh, and Chewie could come in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh Lord, no. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and so like this is gonna be, uh, he's gonna be, you know, going against a lot of people by himself, yeah. and I think it. It's going to make for some incredible scenes. You know, this actually is an interesting point, though, and it kind of referring back to what JB said about, and I, I see why he said what he said with Solo and stuff, but it would be interesting. He's on Tatooine. It would be interesting to see uh, maybe some interactions or, or maybe even just some, like, hints stuff to, to Jabba in his palace and, 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 and all that stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how that plan would be very interesting. Yeah, who knows? But then we we go back to um, to... Riva, yeah, on Tatooine. On Tatooine, she's got her lightsaber out. Looks like maybe she's about to like execute this dude or something. She kind of slides in frames, pretty cool. Yeah, he's kind of like like bowing there, like, "Oh, I'm sorry, don't kill me." Uh, With his hands raised, (laughs) and uh, then we see we see some markings that it looks very similar, like a scratching of the Jedi Order symbol. Um, yes. If you kind of like freeze frame it slowly, it kind of kind of resembles that. So it does make you wonder where that is yeah. and the purpose of that. Um, then we get again Riva. Uh, she's very popular in this in this trailer. We see yeah. her a lot. Clearly, she's going to be someone who is uh, going to be involved a lot here. I will say, um, I. Uh, I, I question I question how like how this is gonna work just yeah. because um I personally don't I don't really like feel like she is I, I don't feel like her character should be much of a challenge yeah. for Kenobi because she is a force sensitive yes she's she's has force sensitivity but they're very 
like to me it sounds like she's not like super strong in the force she's right. just force sensitive she is been trained to be a jedi hunter yes yeah but we're not talking about just any jedi we're, we're talking about, about one of the the greatest jedi masters of all time we're talking about the one who defeated her master and yoda says he is the greatest jedi of all time yeah um and yoda <laughs> yeah. knowing many many jedi for hundreds and hundreds of years yeah declares obi-wan as the greatest jedi yeah and so that's something also you have to think about there and and so if this one lonely inquisitor i i don't think can be much of a challenge to obi-wan and, and if they and are hope, i'm going to be kind of mad well i hope they just they've kept all of that in mind as they've uh made this movie i think all of our listeners will agree that obi-wan they have the no one should be able to truly put up a fight against Obi-Wan other than Darth Vader. Exactly. And everyone else has to be just kind of an annoyance. And, of course, we know yeah. Obi-Wan's not going to – he's going to do everything he can not to kill these people. Yeah. So he's going to be doing a lot of defense when, when they do attack. Yeah. Um. But So that might prolong the fights. Well, and but furthermore, we don't want to see him truly like struggling against someone like this. And furthermore, he's going to have obviously some clear disadvantage because he's not going to be using his lightsaber. He's not going to be using the Force because that's going to obviously alert them to the fact that he's a Jedi. Um, I'm, but, but I'm saying like once... It's all out and they know... Yeah, he's, like eventually, okay, that's he's, gonna, eventually yeah. he's gonna fight them, right? With his lightsaber. Yeah, you, you would imagine so. So, well, so carrying on with that, after they see this, uh, you know, what I assume Reva seeing this etching of the uh, Jedi Order, uh, she, she walks into this kind of dimly lit alleyway and we see the silhouette of some kind of gunman. Um, and, 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 and we don't know obviously who it is, but the fact they're being kind of shady about this, either it's some kind of new character or some, some character we're like, Oh wow. You know, I can't believe they brought him in or it's, it's Kenobi again. This is before they really truly so figured him out. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. You know, he's, 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 he's still in that mode where he's trying to not show that he's a Jedi. You know I think there's a, there's a good chance that it is Kenobi. Well, um, actually, well, let's just go to the very next scene. We see what looks to be, Kenobi on the rooftop being shot at by somebody and it with a gun in his hand. And uh so yeah, I mean it would make sense, right? Right. It would so, make sense. So yeah. Um after that we see uh some like bird things flying around. You're exciting on that one. So. Um <laughs> and then we see Obi-Wan crying. <laughs> No, I'm not, that's honestly really... Why are you really laughing it? at Obi-Wan crying? I'm not laughing. Truly. It's not funny at all. <laughs> no, but it, it, it he does seem pretty distressed here, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see kind of what's going on in that moment. Um, And then we get the, the title, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then the blue lightsaber, which we, we never actually got. We never actually seen it. This is our only hint at his actual like, his yeah. lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. And it goes and it cuts through there for the disney which i i enjoyed that but yeah um i do want and we do hear some and vader then, yes, breathing and then we hear vader breathing which is our first little tease even though we all know he's coming yeah we already know um but wow i i still can't believe we're getting this thing like, dude it's just it's just a surreal dream come true you know, obviously we could sit here and nitpick uh, some of these characters, what they look like, or or he, they better not do this, or they better not do that. But at the end of the day, just the fact that we're getting a stinking Kenobi series, baby, uh, yeah. set in between three and four. Oh my this gosh. Is, this is everything that we've dreamed of. It, it literally. And, I mean, it literally is. And we're getting Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. <laughs> 
they are going to have another showdown. Oh, Rumored, gosh. I'm going to just throw this out there. There's The rumor is there actually will be two showdowns in this mm. series between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Interesting. So that's yeah. also something to note. Um, also, we uh, today we did see our first look at Darth Vader as our Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. We saw the first image of that. Um, again, that's on our Facebook. You can check that out. And um, so that's exciting to see. There's a couple things that I think they're going to wait for the first big trailer. That, yeah. That, number one, Obi-Wan Kenobi doing some cool action type stuff with his lightsaber. I think they're holding off on that. Yeah. I think we most likely will get a little bit of that, though, in our next um, the next trailer, like the official yeah, one. Yeah, they're clearly not going to try to give away too much. They don't want to give too and much. I, away, I don't think we want that, obviously. No, we don't know? want too much. I... I, I I'm perfectly okay with what we received in this teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, they showed a lot, but didn't give it away anything, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, exactly. I still can't tell you really what this, where this show's going to go, what the show's going to do. <laughs> right. Um, right. Even though they did show us a lot of different locales and, and people and, and stuff like that. I think it was right. a perfectly done teaser trailer. Um, yes, but it did leave me wanting more, which is a good thing. It right. left me wanting to see Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, but I would, I kind of hope for the the main trailer that we get one very quick view of the the clash between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Maybe oh, you, yeah. maybe you see them just, just like the sabers, like maybe they're know? like their lightsabers clash. That's it. Or I mean, that's all you know, we need. You know? Just a very quick something to really get us <laughs> yeah. hyped. Yeah. But man, I am so excited. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to do, and I know we're going along, but this is special. Like this is the Kenobi. The Kenobi trailer came out. Okay, so we're spending, we're taking some time really going over this stuff. And we know oh, yeah. a lot of our listeners are also very hyped for this. So we hope you guys are enjoying it so far. Um, but something I want to do next is I want us to, um, now that the inquisitors are clearly going to be such a big part of this, I want to go over what we know of the inquisitors, um, the inquisitors that we know of and who should still be around at this point in time with the inquisitors. Um, so if you give me just a, a minute, I'm going to kind of uh, bring up some information on that. Were you? Yeah. Gonna, did you have something you were going to say? It looked like you were not really something. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. I thought you were. Um, no, I, I mean, just I can ramble here for a second. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty good at that. Um, you said it, not me. Uh, well, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> no, I mean, that is true. I mean, because, like, again, we, we discussed that this potentially comes a couple years after um, – comes a couple years after uh, what we see in Jedi Fallen Order. So yeah, I mean we do know that there are some Jedi or some, some Inquisitors that that do die. Um, obviously, we do know that um, uh, I can't remember her name now, uh, but basically the the Padawan girl that that becomes one she dies and not even by uh, anyone but Mister Vader himself. Um, and also we know I think it was the the the. Dorwooten one, I can't remember, like the sixth sister or fifth sister, I don't know, the big Dorwooten one. Um, I don't know if she dies. I know she gets her hand cut off. So um, I, I can't remember if she dies or not. Do you remember that? Who the the, the Dorwooten one, the big one? Uh, I'll have to look it up real quick. So I'm trying to find just like a list of all of them so that we can kind of go over what it says. Um, they're at. And the ninth see. sisters who I'm referring to. <laughs> this one right here. She gets her. I know for a fact that, that we, you know, that uh, Cal Kestis cuts her hand off. Uh, but I don't oh, know okay. if she dies or not, though. 
Sue. I was thinking that she doesn't, but now, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So clearly, we do know that uh, that uh, she is at least handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not why. Okay, um, so in Star Wars canon so far, there have been appearances from 12 Inquisitors. Um, of course, at the head of this is the Grand Inquisitor, which we do know that the Grand Inquisitor um, will survive the events of this series. Right, yeah. Because the Grand Inquisitor is killed by Kanan right. in the Rebels series. Right, um, so we know that he will survive. I don't know that we're going to get a ton of, of the Grand Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if the Grand Inquisitor is more likely to, um, to send off the other ones after this. Yeah, yeah. And we're just going to see him kind of, but, uh, based off the image of when we do see him, he does appear to be on that same, uh, city or whatever that the, the other ones are at and Kenobi's there too. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know. Yeah. But. Somehow, he is going to survive all of this. Right. So, uh, moving on from that, we have, uh, we know the second sister, uh, the third sister, um, and and the third sister is making her first appearance in this series, who is Reva. She's the third sister. Um, and then we have the fourth sister... The fifth brother, sixth brother, seventh sister, eighth brother, ninth sister, and tenth brother. Wow. So. <laughs> Big family. <laughs> um, and then we also know in the Darth Vader comic that two more unnamed Inquisitors were spotted there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just don't know what their exact names are. Yeah. So, so it, it appears that in the Kenobi trailer, we have the third sister and the fifth brother. And possibly the seventh sister without her helmet, which she yeah, has in true. Rebels. We're not 100% sure on that, but that's what it appears to be. Um, and so there's a lot of different Inquisitors here. And there could be more in this series even than what we have seen so far, right? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just because they're only showed two here doesn't mean there's only going to be two. I mean, they might, Obi-Wan may have to fight all of them, you know? Yeah, like, you never know. How cool yeah. would that be? Which, yeah, it would be um, sick, absolutely. And and that would actually be, I feel like you'd have to have a bunch of them to truly, to, to take them have on, a match, in, yeah. in, in my opinion, again. But, you know, I hold them to a pretty high standard. <laughs> yeah, well, naturally, as you should. <laughs> Um, but we know that the the second sister, ninth sister, did attack or were hunting down Cal Kestis, right? And that was in 14 BBY. And they were both um, defeated, but I don't know if they, if they died. That is the question. Yeah. The ninth sister... says she was defeated, but I don't know if that necessarily means she's dead. Well, she was defeated by Calcestis getting her hand cut off, but again, I don't necessarily mean that. It says she, that she sent her falling out of the nest. I guess that's all. That, oh, I do remember any, that, yeah. There's not anything else left to that, so. Something crashes into the nest, and then she jumps out or falls out or whatever. I do remember that. So, I mean, she could be still alive, though. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, the let's see, what was the other one's name? Do you remember what her name was? The second sister's name? I do not, honestly. Um, I remember she was the Padawan. I don't remember her name though. Anyway, we know that after the death of the Grand Inquisitor, the Seventh Sister became a vital commander within the ranks, which, again, we think we may be seeing her in this, so she may survive. And also, um, but she was ultimately killed eventually, um, along with the fifth brother and the eighth brother. So, I think what is uh, important to note is that of the Inquisitors so far, except for the exception of Riva, these Inquisitors are still alive when it comes to the Rebel series. Yeah. Which means that Kenobi is not going to kill any of these Inquisitors. Yeah. Which makes sense. Makes I mean, sense, right? I He's going to somehow, but like, but so how does all that work? How does that all play out? That's going to be the question. Yeah. The big question. Um, but it's just really exciting stuff. And, and I think... You know, going back to what they talked about, what we were talking about earlier about Kenobi and um, and his giving up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think when when you look at Kenobi in the in in the original trilogy when he talks with Luke and stuff, he's he does seem pretty content, right? And pretty like right. He, he's he seems fairly cheerful, really, and. And I think what we're going to ultimately get with this series, and I don't know how it's going to come about, but somehow we're going to see Kenobi. This is just my opinion. We're going to see Kenobi come to grips with what's happened and no longer place the blame on himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, There's inevitable, even if, you know. And like, I don't know how we're going to reach that, but somewhere along this journey, yeah. he's going to he's going to understand that it's not all on him and he's going to be able to kind of put that aside and focus on just making sure that Luke ends up being what they need. Yeah. I think essentially. Yeah. And, and maybe that also will come with the help of Qui-Gon and yeah, very true. And, and I think that there's a chance we might even see Yoda. Oh yeah. I don't think it's impossible at all. Whether just through the force they they commune somehow, or if it's, or you assume they may have, a way of talk, contacting each other through some kind of yeah, communication. Like, you know, yeah. I think there's potential for that. And I think that's the same with like, with uh Bale. I think there's a good chance that like Bale and Kenobi probably have frequent conversations, just uh, making sure like everything is, is okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's uh it's going to be interesting yeah. to, to see all this stuff uh, play out. What are you looking for right now? You seem very uh, intent over there. I right? was, nah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still just, I, so something so stupid in my ear. I'm still like doing research as to what that, that, that uh, shady, dirty stormtrooper had in his hand. I'm, uh, I'm like 90% positive it's one of those light, spinny lightsabers, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway. But overall, yeah, I'm on the same boat as you, man. I'm 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 so pumped for the show, and and we could sit here and nitpick. We've already went hour and forty minutes, <laughs> so we clearly have. But we could continue going on, just trying to you know mumble and meander about the things. But at the end of the day, 
we're totally pumped, totally excited. We hope you guys are as well, um, because at the end of the day, this is this is a once in a lifetime show right here. I mean, this is the culmination of of of, of many generations of people uh, excitement. And we're good to see this this character that's so beloved by so many people come to the uh, Yul Silver screen, and we're we're very excited for that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, we could we could see the trailers, we can see the pictures, but it really, it's just up to up to us just to watch it as it comes out in May. Of course, we're gonna have a, hopefully another trailer coming out, full trailer. But uh, but I'm excited to see what's in the oh, show. Oh yeah, we'll we'll continue to have um, a lot of thoughts here as we get closer and closer. Um, yeah. but in the meantime, we just have to wait and, yeah, uh, and see it. what happens in this, what I think is going to end up being an amazing story. Yeah. And it's going to be something that, uh, we'll probably never forget. I think it's going <laughs> to yeah. be pretty unforgettable in the, in the world of star Wars. Totally. So at the end of the day, guys, we just want to thank you all so much for your continued support. We're so thankful uh, for you guys following us and being active and and uh, listening to our podcast, watching our Let's Plays. Uh, you know, for those of you who have subscribed to our Patreon, we're so, so, so thankful. Thankful for our, our, our listeners. We're thankful for our producers. Thank for all of you, uh, because if it wasn't for you guys, this this would not be what it is uh <laughs> going into you know two 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 well it's not two and a half years yet but you know saying we're going into that uh fairly soon a couple months um you know it wouldn't have lasted this long if it wasn't for you all so uh we're so thankful for your support and we we hope that you continue to support us uh if you do enjoy what you hear uh we would ask if you could please like and follow us on facebook twitter uh instagram face or excuse me youtube um on our facebook and our uh and our uh instagram we usually have you know news that we, anytime we have news we put it on there we have polls we have discussions all that good stuff sometimes even memes if we're feeling feisty and we found something good <laughs> but we're we're just we're trying to do as much as we can because we love interacting with you all. Uh, but uh, if you also would, please follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, and leave us a review. We would absolutely love to hear from you, and it does help us to have those reviews. So uh, even if it's good, bad, or indifferent, we want to hear them. But uh, we thank you so much for listening, and we would ask that you join us next week for our Let's Play episode, and then two weeks from now for podcast episode number 76. But, last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.